Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. Today, talking to Claire Yeomans about the Chiral Collective's LOV at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Claire Yeomans is the artistic director of the Chiral Collective uh, and the writer and director of LOV. It's a new theatre show coming to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. And uh, she joins me online now. How are you doing, Claire? Yeah, very well, thanks. That's good. Um, sorry, this is fairly early mm. in the morning after Australia Day. No, no, that's um, okay. What can you do? Obviously, you have uh, the Coral Collective. Is this an yeah. Adelaide theatre company? No, we're Melbourne-based, actually. Oh, Melbourne, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. we formed um, last year, kind of around June last year. Yeah. And so, LOV is our premier show as, um, as a company. Great. So, yeah, so it's devised by all members. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many is involved in the team? Um. There are three cast members um, for LOV and then I've got an assistant director and a, a sound designer on board as well So for this particular show. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how did the uh, collective come together? Um, I moved from film into theatre kind of last year um, and it's just kind of my friend, my friend of mine, my his assistant director for The Rock, um, had a show at Works and I kind of came in on that and fell in love with the form and um, yeah, we approached a friend of mine who was an actor who's in LOV, Michael, Michael McFarlane, mm-hmm. um, pitched an idea to him and then put out an audition call and got uh, Fabio Motor and Joseph Appleton on board. So it kind of, it was a bit random but it came together. Great. Um, so the um, the event has three male cast members and is, uh, from, from the toilet, it talks about um, love um, yeah, and but also love and violence as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, can you talk about kind of how you how you came about the ideas for the show? Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, I I always wanted to like I'm fascinated by the relationships that men have and the kind of the expectations that are put on them, um, and I wanted. I had kind of an idea for a revenge kind of story that I wanted to tell and. Um, and it kind of, I know, it just sat there in the back of my mind for a while. And then we started talking about violence and street violence and what mates do to each other and the ideas of mateship and what would happen if you couldn't actually be violent if that was removed, like physically removed from your body. Mm-hmm. So that there was no physical way of actually, you know, being violent. <laughs> Um, so we started looking at that and um, what the effects of relationships between men would be if the idea of mateship and the idea that you couldn't just somebody was removed and you know how that would affect their relationships and how they their kind of you know their love and respect for each other. So it kind of came from that. Cool. Um, and how long did it take you guys, or how long has it taken you guys to develop the show? Um, we started, initial concept was June, we went into creative development in August, we did about, about two weeks of creative development mm-hmm. and then started looking for, you know, a, a way to actually put it on and Adelaide Fringe came up and we kind of went, okay, well that's that's where we're going to go um, and so, yeah, it's kind of been a long process to get to that we're in rehearsals now and it's coming along really, really quickly and really well. Cool, um, and it's a, a kind of a physical theatre piece. So using a lot of, uh, I guess, movement in the show. So is it almost yeah. dance like? There's a, 
It's not dance like, no, there's choreographed movement that more in the style of, um, oh, well, we take a lot of inspiration from the Scottish Peter Group Frantic Assembly, who were just out here for the Sydney Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, um, and it's more fight choreography and um, movement acting in subtext to the dialogue as opposed to dance. Like, yep. The actors aren't dancers, so it's not dancey, but it's just different ways of expressing, you know, the unsaid between these characters and represented by the way that they hold themselves and the way that they interact physically. Yeah, cool. Um, and did you do any, I guess, um, research and discussions with, I don't know, men's groups and things like that about the things that um, you were looking at in the show? Or was it mainly from the experiences and from the from the heads of everyone involved? It was predominantly from the heads of everybody involved um, and I've got a friend of mine who's a, a criminologist and has worked a lot with um, youth and youth violence and things like that. So I had quite a few conversations with her um, about, because she knows kind of the legal side of it all. And I think specifically now, because we deal with, you know, an event that is basically a one-punch murder and the ramifications of that mm. and how it affects this friendship. Um, especially now because they're bringing in the one-punch law where you can you know, serve up to 10 years for the one-punch if that wow. punch kills somebody. Yeah, so it's a pretty, it's a huge thing and I'm really interested in, in how that'll shape. I mean, obviously it's a, it's a preventative law, you know, just to make people think, you know, mm. if you step in and you throw a punch and you kill someone, then the ramifications for it are huge. Um, <clears throat> and obviously in the wake of kind of increasing street violence and, you know, we wanted to kind of look at that, but look at it not from a point that these guys are going out deliberately hurting people, that just can happen to anyone and what happens if it does. Mm. So, yeah, so we kind of, it kind of came from the experiences of friends and things that we've seen on newspapers and, you know, in the news and things that my friend Nicole, who works in that, in the legal, like, sector, talked mm. about. Yeah, and I guess... Um from Nicole and from, from your chats with her, how, how prevalent is the violence amongst the men at the moment? Um, I, I mean, we didn't go into specifics. I'm, not, I'm certainly not an authority to be able mm-hmm. to kind of answer that properly, but I think, you know, they've certainly been flooding, you know, newspapers and news with this type of thing for a couple of year, years now and with the introduction of, you know, or the trial introduction of the lockout in Melbourne CBD last year or the year before, you know, they're certainly looking at trying to counteract the, the amount of violence that's on the streets at the moment. Mm. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't know the actual statistics, but it's <laughs> certainly too much and certainly too many lives have been destroyed by, by things that could have been prevented and, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's the butterfly effect, I think, of, you know, and that's what we're looking at as well, the butterfly effect of, of one event and one, one punch and what it causes to multiple lives and, you know, the fairly tragic ramifications of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I tell you, it's a, it's a piece that you, you'd like men to come and see? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it basically, it's fragmented over a six-year period. Um, mm-hmm. When we first met the characters, they're, you know, 18, they're talking shit, they're, they're typical kids, and... Um, it kind of traverses over a period of time and and over the six years while one of the characters, James, is imprisoned and 
and focuses specifically on what happens and what happens to his relationship with his best friend Ali once he's released and mm-hmm. and how he can how he justifies or how he tries to justify by having killed somebody to himself so he can kind of get by and what happens when that justification is stripped from him. So it's definitely like, yeah, it's um, it'd be a great show for men to come and see, but obviously, you know, it's kind of being a woman and being able to kind of be voyeuristic on, you know, the lives of three men and how they interact is mm. interesting as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and where, where do you think this show is going to go after The Fringe? Are you hoping to do a season in Melbourne? Yeah, we absolutely are. We've applied for um, Malthouse Theatre's Helium thing, yeah. <laughs> um, which they're running kind of second season. They've opened it up to five independent theatre companies um, to come on board and do a three-week season with them. So we've applied for that, but you know, if that if that fails, which hopefully it won't, then we'll certainly look at other kind of independent theatres around mm. Melbourne and try and do a, a season at home. Because I think everybody would really enjoy that. But certainly Adelaide Fringe has provided an, an incredible opportunity for us to come out and because of the Queen's Theatre as well and they've, they've been incredible with yeah. their support. Cool. So we feel like we've really landed on our feet. Which is really awesome. And it sounds like the kind of show that yeah. could be adapted really, really easily for um, like an upper high school school's performance yeah. and do all that kind yeah. of gear. So, you know, hopefully yeah, it's definitely. got a life after the Fringe. And, yeah, we um, hope so. If people want to see it first, it is um, obviously dealing with some fairly intense issues, so probably for yeah. um, sort of mature age people only. I would I would say so. Um, that said, I mean it is it is a show that deals predominantly with violence, but there isn't a great deal of violence on stage. Most of the violence actually happens off stage. Yeah. Um, we just think it's more powerful. You know, people's imaginations are more powerful than anything that we could actually do with with any level of sincerity. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Cool. So, but yeah, definitely. Hopefully, we'll we'll keep going with it. We certainly love to. Yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, looking forward to uh, having it in Adelaide, and uh, thanks yeah, thank again for coming to Adelaide for your premiere. Um, oh no, a pleasure. Uh, and the season runs uh, from the 28th of February through to the 3rd of March. Um, That's correct. At Queen's Theatre too. There are 7.30, there's a few shows at 7.30, there's a yeah. one show at 10.30 mm-hmm. and one yeah. show at 3pm. Um, for all the details, you can check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or visit the Adelaide Fringe website, adelaidefringe.com.au. And uh, Claire Germans, thanks, thanks very much for your time. Thanks very much, Stephen. For more information about LOV, check out our website, linkadelaide.com.au, or visit adelaidefringe.com.au.